Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello, everybody. I'll start with a question. Is it okay to cry? Just don't be a cry, Just baby. don't be a cry, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's what we talked about in the uh, sermon on Sunday, I guess, wasn't it? Uh, the title was, uh, Is it okay to cry? And uh, one of the first points made in the sermon was, it is okay to cry, and we're going to look at that and talk about that in today's podcast, Uh, but just don't be a crybaby, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Our our tears are designed to be therapeutic. They're designed to even help us access the presence of God and and relief in His presence and praying and seeking Him, but um, not to cause us to uh, be driven into despair or to become self-centered and a crybaby, right, Brad? So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought it'd be neat. Sometimes, um, Brad, you may find this when we're preparing sermons. Uh, we get to the ending, and the ending could become a sermon in and of itself. Yeah. And that's such richness maybe in the closing passage. And as a preacher, order, we have to cut it off somewhere. Yeah. But I love this passage, Brad, from Revelation 21, 1 through 7. And that was our closing passage, but we could do a whole sermon series yeah, you just, can. just from this passage. So um, I'm going to have you read that in just a moment. But a little teaser, in the second half of the podcast today, we're going to spend the entirety of our second half talking about the stages of grief and how tears can be therapeutic and how God has designed all of that. Mm-hmm. So we could probably do a series of podcasts in that as yeah, well, but absolutely. we want to take the entire second half. So stay with us. Listen to the second half. Brad, would you read for us Revelation 21, 1 through 7? This was the closing of, of last Sunday's sermon. Yep. And the title of the passage is a New Heaven and a New Earth. It starts off by saying, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be with his, be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away, and he who has... He who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. I love that passage, and I guess... It's the end result of our our faith. It's the finality of our salvation, Mm -hmm. if you will. We're looking for that time of the new heaven, the new earth, our glorified bodies. God has the final say. He puts it all back together the way it was supposed to be. To me, that causes the the passage, weeping may endure for the night, Mm -hmm. but joy comes in the morning. That causes a whole other connotation or deepness to that. I look at that passage and think, I may be crying now, maybe in a season of tears now, but my morning will come here on this earth. This season will pass. God will bring healing. Uh, he will help me move on. All of those things. Yeah. But ultimately, when you think take that in the, in light of eternity, 
This whole existence as we know it, weeping may endure for the night. The curse of sin may endure. All of those things that sin have brought, the consequences thereof, it may endure for a season, for a night. But joy is going to come in the morning. Absolutely, yeah. And that is such a powerful thing. God has the final say. And I saw in one of the study Bibles I used to study by Brad, it said, no matter what you are going through, it's not the last word. God has written the final chapter. Mm -hmm. And um, I just encourage you, if you're listening to the podcast and maybe you're in a tough season, God has the last word. And ultimately, we will live with him one day. I love that part of the scripture that said, God's dwelling is with humanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the older translations say God's tabernacle is with men. Of course, in the tabernacle um, in Old Testament times was symbolic of God's presence in the center of the camp with them, moving with them, always there. But this will be even greater than that tabernacle of Old Testament times. We will live and dwell with God. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity. What does that make you think about, Brad? When when I say God's dwelling, God's tabernacle is, is with humanity. What What comes to your mind? I think it gives us hope. Yes. I, I think yes. of John 14, yes. where Thomas is asking Jesus essentially the idea of, what, can we accompany you? Where are you going? Yes. And he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. That's good. And I really get that same kind of feeling just from this passage and that same idea that Jesus is dwelling with us. Mm-hmm. You know, like he is the way to the Father. And so when, when we see Jesus, when we read scripture and the, the uh, word truly becomes flesh and we follow the example Christ has given us, and we allow the Holy Spirit to actually minister to us in the season that we're in, then we truly do get to feel that presence of God. And right now, it's a promise for us right now in our life that we're at. That's great. You are really a professional podcaster, Brad. That is a great segue because you're talking about Christ being with us in our tears, yeah. essentially. And you gave a wonderful passage out of John uh, there was another passage, John eleven thirty two through 37, that we looked at in mm-hmm. the sermon about Jesus and Lazarus. Uh, remember the three points of the sermon. Tears express tenderness. Tears are therapeutic. We'll talk about that in the second segment. And then tears are temporary. Yeah. And I guess we really just covered that part now, that mm-hmm. tears are temporary and looking at that passage from Revelation. But tears express tenderness. And we see that in the story of Jesus and his friend Lazarus from John chapter 11, the tenderness of Christ shown through in that event, his humanity, uh, his sorrow even uh, as as his friend had died. Um, such a powerful story. What, what do you think of, Brad, when we think of Lazarus, his sisters, they sent for Jesus, Jesus shows up seemingly too late. Lazarus has been dead for four days. Um, what have you always thought about that story? I always thought about Jesus wept. Just yeah, that's <laughs> a know? good scripture to memorize. Yeah, it is. Jesus wept. It's I encourage good... all of our listeners to uh, to memorize that verse. Jesus wept. That, that was the first one we always would do at camp. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Get get the points. Get the for points. It. For yeah, that get one. the points for it. Absolutely, it's, it's the layup. But um, <laughs> the layup. Yep, that's right. But yeah, I, I I do think there's a lot of power in that that idea that Jesus did. We, he did we he, he, he wept he, he wept with yeah. those that were in mourning yeah two words small verse but there's a lot, a lot there it's yeah. a lot to unpack there why did he weep why do you think he wept that that particular day Lazarus is in the tomb at this point dead four days and 
his sisters and all the mourners and the professional mourners, mm-hmm. um, which that whole concept kind of cracks me up a little bit, professional mourners, but they were, they were part of their culture. Yeah. All of them met Jesus and then Jesus wept that, mm-hmm. that short verse. What, what do you think? Why did he weep? I do think it was out of love yes. and love for his creation, love for right. the relationship that he had. His friends. His friends, yeah. yeah. But I, I really love what you said in your sermon. You were talking about, um, I, I'll just, I'll let you kind of talk more about it because the way that you unpacked it was so mm-hmm. good. But just the idea, the second part of why he would have wept with right. them. Right. So, so I think, you know, as you said, the love for them, but also, I really believe, and when you look at some of the scriptures surrounding yeah. that Jesus wept, some of his weeping too was for their lack of faith. Mm-hmm. And I wonder sometimes if he looks at me and maybe my faith isn't where it needs to be, or I'm not trusting him like I need to trust him. And does that hurt him for me? Does that grieve him for me? Because he loves me so much. Mm-hmm. And so I believe in this case, he was weeping because Lazarus was dead yeah. and because they were hurting. Yeah. But all in the same token, he knew he is the resurrection and the life, and he was getting ready to raise him from mm-hmm. the dead. So I believe just as much of that. Sorry, I just knocked a sheet across the, <laughs> the table here. I, <laughs> but I believe just as much of that weeping was because he loved them so much and it hurt him to see their lack of faith. Mm-hmm. And may we grab a hold of that and realize that that when we hurt, he hurts. He's with us no matter what we're going through. And he loves us and he wants us to believe. Yeah. We're at a break, Brad. <laughs> I came quick. Came very quick. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Uh, Pastor Brad Woodski, Pastor Greg, and uh, thank you for listening. This is our second episode. Over the break, as we're talking about tears and crying, Brad was sharing a story with me and, and I said, Brad, are you okay with sharing that? To the podcast listeners. So go ahead, Brad, share that. Uh, yeah. It's a powerful story. So we were just talking about how this, uh, the presence of God and this, His Spirit, His Holy Spirit really does prepare us too with His tears, how they're therapeutic and they're, they can be therapeutic in preparing us for the season we're about to go in. Um, the story I shared with Pastor Greg was this idea that when I was at Lee, uh, there's this one morning I woke up very early, way before my alarm. Um, I just really felt this burden on my heart to pray over my younger sister. Mm. And in, just in that prayer, I was, just felt very moved by the Holy Spirit to just be praying over her. Um, and about an hour later, I got a phone call that she was in a pretty bad accident, totaled the car, everything. Wow. Wow. But she walked out without a scratch. And she had people that were there to really aid her and be there to help her, support her, and um, really get her through that moment. She talked about how scared she was, but just the right people said the right things, um, were there to comfort her until our parents were able to get to her. But just that idea that even in that moment, not knowing what was going to happen, but having this burden on my heart that Mm. led me to pray and push me closer to God in that moment. Yeah, that's powerful. Can you read that scripture um, that goes right with, your story, Romans 8, yep. 26 through 28. Yep. 
Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to to the will of God. Can you stop there just a second? Yep. I, I thought of the term, and I used it in the sermon, Brad, think deeper, mm-hmm. deeper, and the deep things of God. And when the Holy Spirit was prompting you that morning through praying and tears, he was thinking deeper, and he was doing a deep work through you of prayer yeah. for your sister, mm-hmm. uh, but also moving in your life as well. Yeah, And it's powerful to think about the Holy Spirit moving in us, Sometimes God even prompting us to tears or to feel a burden Mm -hmm. and that deep work that God may be doing for someone else or in our own lives. Yeah. And um, I just love this passage. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, Maybe maybe we start back at, um, we'll just start back wherever you stopped. Okay. So I'm, (laughs) I'm picking back up at verse 28. Okay. And it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So even our hard times mm-hmm. work together for good. So even the, the, the tears and tears come. I found an article, Brad, in uh, medical news today that talks practically, but this is how God designed it. You know, mm-hmm. many of the things that are practical are also spiritual, really, because yeah. God designed and created them mm-hmm. this way. So in this article, medical news today, eight quick things that tears accomplish in our lives, they have a soothing effect. They help us get support from others. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about that. How many times even in a church service have we seen someone with tears and it prompts prayer mm-hmm. for them or, or someone hugs them or supports them, talks to them. Um, tears get support from others. Tears help to relieve pain. Tears enhance mood. They release toxins and relieve stress. They aid in sleep. They fight bacteria, and they even improve vision. Mm-hmm. And as a contact wearer, I can uh, attest to that, <laughs> that watery eyes or tears can improve vision and clean those contact lenses. Yeah. But um, at any rate, God has designed this. So it is okay to cry. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a crybaby. Yeah. But uh, it's okay to cry, and there are practical, physical things that happen. But even deeper, what happens spiritually Mm-hmm. And that uh, verse that you just read, how the Spirit joins with us in our weakness. And when we don't even know how to pray, the Spirit himself helps us pray, intercedes. And that last part, unspoken groanings. Mm-hmm. And it hit me, Brad, as I was preparing for this sermon, those unspoken groanings could be many things. But I believe one of those things are tears. Yeah. And sometimes we've come before the Lord and we cannot articulate our prayers but those tears are joining with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I believe that's scriptural. I believe we can tie that in yeah, absolutely. To, to this passage in Romans. And the Spirit itself intercedes and helps us with mm-hmm. groanings that cannot be uttered. Um, what would you say further to that? Yeah, I, I do think that tears have a cleansing property to them. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. the science that you just read right there, how they... Yes, they physically, there's cleansing to it. It takes toxins out. It does different things like that. But even the sense of it's it's a spiritual cleansing for us. And yes. When we do allow that deep, pressure deep, to be yeah. brought out, when we let mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit move in us, that we actually release what's on us. Yes. Know? And so yes. And 
And I think there's something beautiful in that moment, like thinking back to moments of, of crying, whether it be of sorrow, whether it be of joy, the different feelings, the different emotions that you have that bring tears out. Yeah. It really, you feel like something's been released afterwards. Yeah. And I, I do think that's one of the ways that the Holy Spirit does move and, and heal and, and do miracles within us is you can see that through the evidence of our tears sometimes. It, it, it does. And I don't know, Brad, I haven't worked through this thought that I'm getting ready to say okay. here live on the podcast. <laughs> the good news is we can edit it out if it doesn't yeah, come out good, right? If it's bad. On the bad preaching podcast. On bad preaching. Right? But um, as you were saying that, it makes me think. Think about this. Practically speaking, physically, mm-hmm. our tears combined with our faith in prayer, putting those things together can result in the burden being lifted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you just said, but how many times have we gone to God in prayer and those tears come as our expression, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit joins with us as his expression, and then our faith is increased and that burden is lifted and even the situation may not have changed. Yeah. The outcome may not have changed, mm-hmm. but internally we have been healed, strengthened, helped, edified so that we can accomplish what needs to accomplish or deal with what needs to be dealt with. And that burden is lifted. Like yeah. so, so many of those old beautiful hymns that talk about a burden being lifted or a burden is lifted at Calvary, yeah. you know, but that, that faith and our tears and the Holy spirit, and then the burden being lifted. Yeah. And no, no wonder that we can say in a sermon that tears are therapeutic. Yeah. Cause I, there is strength and vulnerability. That, oh, that's that vulnerability good. of allowing oh, the Holy great. Spirit into my yes. situation yes. and giving him that, that moment. But there's also that strength of vulnerability in the body of the believers. Yes. You know? So yeah. so if you see one person crying, it, there's there's something about that, that, that transparency of someone's life of saying, this is what was going on, this is what God did, and this is where I'm at now. Yeah. That same idea of the blind man, I was blind, but now I see. I don't know what's in between this, but you explained right. to me. But at one point I was blind, and now I see. I see. God uh, has brought the healing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's a, a perfect connection, because what you're talking about there implies a process. Mm-hmm. And humanly speaking, it's it's very proven. And again, I think God is part of this design. And there are five stages of grief. And they have uh, you know, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Mm-hmm. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance and they don't necessarily go in any certain order yeah but you use that word vulnerability i'll mm-hmm. say it correctly on the <laughs> bad preaching podcast Brad. vulnerability you know we become vulnerable in any of these stages of grief within our anger over what has happened mm-hmm. that expresses our, our vulnerability as a human but god is with us in our anger yeah. And he's with us in our tears of anger. The Bible even says, be angry and what? Sin not. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be angry. Just don't cause that to, or don't allow that to cause sin. Yeah. But in any of these, when we're, we're in the stage of depression and just pulled down that vulnerability, I'm reminded of the scripture that says, when I am weak, mm-hmm. then I am strong. Yeah. Because it is God who carries me when my strength itself cannot mm-hmm. carry me. When I am weak, then I am strong. Uh, we could go through all of these, I guess, but our, our time is slipping away very it quickly. Is, yeah. uh, these go, these bad preaching podcasts go very quickly. Right? <laughs> they go quickly. 
But the final stage of grief is acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I believe through tears, through faith, through the Holy Spirit, we eventually come to a place of acceptance and we can move on in life with joy that sustains us, with hope that propels us to the future when God does put everything back into order. If mm-hmm. I can tie it back in. I know we said this entire segment would be about the therapeutic point. Tears are therapeutic. But in these final seconds, I just remind us again that tears are temporary. And one day God is going to put it all back into order. Mm -hmm. Our personal lives, but eternity, even larger than that, eternity is going to be such a wonderful time. Yeah. No tears, no sorrow, no dying. All of the former things have passed away. Can I get a good amen on the bad preaching podcast? (laughs) But all those former things have passed away, right, Brad? Uh, Do you want to say the final word before we dismiss our bad preaching podcast? Sure. I I do think that you can be content with where you are today. Yes. We have the hope of looking to the future. Yes. But we also have that hope today that being vulnerable, allowing God into the, just the, where we're at in life now, allowing him into that moment, allowing him into that situation mm-hmm. and allowing him to lead and step before us and us follow him. We can be content where we are and actually allow these tears to yeah. bring healing to our lives. See, I said you would have the last word, but <laughs> you inspired me. Allow tears and allow God. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to end. Allow tears and allow God. God bless every one of you. Thank you for listening. This has been the second episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching (laughs) Podcast.